Now, some of you might know this, but some of you don't. And some of you might get with it, and some of you won't. But first, let me clear my throat. What's going on, brother? What is going on, man? I think we're set up. We're recording audio and video. Awesome, 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 awesome. Everything's good. My mic here for a second. Make sure my angles are good. So, uh, the episode, Joker yeah, and the Smoker, <laughs> episode 19. Episode 19, man, yeah. I'm Brandon. I am Isaac, and we are joking and smoking as usual. What's up, guys? Last episode, we had the 420 special. We did, uh, we did. That's for patrons. You can uh, still get it. Well, oh, no, that month. one wasn't just patrons. We, oh. Yeah, we were the, well. The last public one we did was the 420 oh. special. Yeah, that we, is yeah. Uh, if yeah, if you're not a patron, that you missed true. out on an extra bonus segment. Make um, it as long as they get it on this month, they got like two that's more true. days. That's true. Yeah, you got like two more days once this uploads. Uh, maybe just one day if we get it up tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but once a month, if you're a patron at any level, um, I think it's any level, right? Five dollar level. Five dollar level. You get um an extra segment of something we create and uh. Just um, some insight into what we did. We just talked about, um, we talked directly to our few patrons that we do have and told them where we're at with the show, what changes we're looking to make, how we're feeling about it. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about that, man? I thought it was good. I, I think, think that's was... a good thing to do, honestly. That's probably a good thing to do once a month. You got you to gotta audit your processes to make sure they're efe- like, efficient. Yeah, at least at least once every two months. Right, just yeah. sit down, just like, where can we, leave? how can we make this better? I think that's why, um, that's why, like, uh, that's really the true role, like, human resources plays. It's like, not human resources, but, like, there's there's a position in every job where it's, like, uh, account man, accounts manager or whatever. Like, yeah. you have to have someone in a position to oversee the progress of things to make sure they're moving in the right direction. And together, we are that team because nope. it's just us still. <laughs> yep, no joke. Uh, and it is you guys, too. If, whether you're a patron or not, thanks for watching. Um and yeah, this episode, we're going to try a little bit of a new structure. Uh, we haven't done uh, current event segments for a while, have we? No, we're going to bring it back, though, today. Bringing it back. Uh, the one that I just thought of right off rip is, I think Biden announced that he's running for president. Good for him. Yeah, I guess so. There's like over 20 people running for president right now, though. It's going to be a fucking shit show. Like, Isn't there some dude just running off of like universal yeah. income, basic uh, universal income? Probably. Which I, is nonsense. I seriously... Our democratic system that we have in place right now will become the equivalent of the Roman circus, which is just a distraction for the society while shit gets pulled, the strings get pulled behind the scenes. Very and true. That's it's, basically it's, 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 what it's It's really to. every year since Trump won this year, there's more candidates than ever running. And like they're either all going to be taken way too seriously or none of them are going to be taken seriously. And it's going to be a combination of. I, I do think it will it will set record uh, number voter turnout. Yeah. I do think that may be the case. But that being said, I think it will also be a record setting year for voter fraud and miscounts. That's what like, I was say. I remember being I remember bots. being in school and like them having to do the recounts on CNN and talking about it with Gore and Bush. Um, I think that was pre nine eleven. Yeah. He, um, it was a big deal. There's just like five hundred Gore votes that came up missing in Florida or something. Like, it, no, we counted wrong the first time. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so funny to me that like among the things that we still do in, in the American society manually, uh, one of them is most of the voting process, and there's a lot of speculation and conflict around automating that process because, of course, you can program computers to do 
what they need to do, and you can also program extra stuff in so you can do what they what you want them to do outside right. of what they're made to do. So um, it's like the end-all, be-all. Once again, it comes back to my personal theory of technology being the sharpest double-edged sword that we never knew how to wield because we have the perfect way to accurately count voter records, but we don't trust ourselves enough to let each other run it without manipulating it. No and it's shit. like, so instead we just spend hours watching CNN breaking news. We're at the recount hour three. They're at no 459 shit. to 454. I hate that. Shit. Like, what the fuck? And that, that's what just bothers me. Dude. Like, I don't get uh, like, I'm only involved in politics as much as politics are around me. I don't like, um, place myself in them. Right. Um, I separate my ideologies and my pol- political alignments. Uh, I don't like like to label them. I like to know what I believe in and what I think. And to label yourself something just really restricts any kind of views you can have. And then people want to question you about, oh, you believe in this then, right? Well, no. Just because I said this thing doesn't mean I believe in that thing. Yeah, but I, that's what you do when you side with you know far right wing, far left wing. Yeah. Blah, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I don't do nothing. None and of that. That's all the more politics we're going to talk about on this bitch. Um, yeah. What, what about you, man? You got a... Uh, current events segment run for president people if you want to we'll, we'll embrace you we'll, we'll hang up we'll hang you. up your sign right behind us i'll vote for you yeah uh i do have a current event i got two real quick one brother don't ever get the flu that's right i got the flu that's why we didn't have an episode on tuesday that's right yeah we're uh we, we may be switching up the uh format here soon we talked about that i think next week might be our first week of uh switching to like 30 minute episodes or uh, just changing it up a little bit. But yeah, dude, how Fair was enough, the flu? When did you, so. when did you catch it and come like run me through the, the 30, 24 to 48 hour period where you could feel yourself getting into it. Well, <laughs> everybody knows before they get sick. It's like, I could feel it coming on. I didn't eat Monday at all. Okay. Out of loss of appetite or just so, work? No, no, I just, I didn't have time. All right. I said, fuck it. Exactly. So then Tuesday came and I didn't eat anything. Uh, I got into work at fucking seven thirty. Nine o'clock came around I was just looking at a coworker. I looked at her. I was like, I'm going to get sick. She's like, don't say that. I was like, all right. <laughs> so then I left. I had to go do some things out on the ri- road. And okay. uh, I got to a, the, my last you know, stop. And I got done talking to the owners of the place. And then I walk out the door. And immediately when I walk out the door, I just. Projectile vomit. Oh, my God, everywhere. So then I have to walk <laughs> back. so in. forceful. I have to happens. walk back inside and like, hey, can I get like a hose or a bucket of water? Because I don't want to leave it there for them. Right, yeah. So I clean that up, and I'm like, good, good on you. Whew. So then I drive back to work, and I just look at people. I was like, I think I need to go home. Yeah, probably. They're like, all right. And then somebody was like, make sure you eat. You haven't eaten. Like That's probably why you're feeling bad. Right. I was like, yeah, it's probably that or exhaustion. So I went to the store, which is on the way to home, and I got sick in the fucking parking lot after I bought groceries. So I'm like, I'm not eating. I was like, That's not what I want to do. And that's what sucks when you need to eat but can't. Yeah. So then I'm like, fuck it. I just need to go home and go to bed. So then I get in my car. I do the greatest thing, like the greatest skill I think I personally have. I just learned this past week. I can throw up while driving 35 miles an hour down the road out my window without getting a drop inside the vehicle. Dude, but what about a drop outside the vehicle? All of it went outside the vehicle. Good job, man. Good job. All of it went outside the vehicle and all of it went on the person's vehicle behind me. And I don't give two shits. Uh, that's the um, that's the risk you take of being on the road, right? So yeah. So then I just I got home and it was every hour and a half I'd wake up. Damn. Out of both the, ends or had, just yeah, both. Had, yeah, Damn. fire hose out of both ends. That was the issue. <laughs> See, dude, like yeah, that's the thing. 
Like, there's nothing more forceful about the the human body and its systems except for when they backfire. <laughs> but just think about how strong the butt muscle is. I want to hold water. Oh yeah, yeah. And to hold because that was nothing but pure water. Yeah. Because at first I thought I had food that's, poisoning. That's crazy too when it just runs the fuck through yeah, you. Yeah. At first I thought I had food poisoning. That's why I text you. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking. I found a simple cure for food poisoning okay what is it like you got to be a man about it and it's gonna suck yeah but every time i've gotten food poisoning i just grab three bottles of water and i just chug them as fast as i can and that makes everything come and out of your body dude yeah that like uh just drinking more water i think helps in so many facets of life but not, we're all so dehydrated not during the flu uh yeah that's true yeah because i drank half a bottle of water and then and somehow it turned into more than that went to bed and then 30 minutes later i woke up so i didn't eat tuesday i didn't eat wednesday either mm-hmm. so i went three days without eating i was looking Damn. fucking jacked but felt like shit wow i had like a four pack going which is not i'm not used <laughs> to yeah exactly. i'm drinking too You're much like, damn i'm looking good yeah i was like, like i just need the flu more often but yeah so i fucking ended up sleeping okay. sitting up in a chair wow I was just so Sometimes out of it. it's, yeah, uh, whenever you do get to like rest in those times of feeling that bad, right. it just comes upon you no matter where you're at or how you're sitting. And I was hot and cold, so I had to fucking, I had to put changes. on a hoodie, but then I had to turn on a fan. <laughs> directly, and then I had to look at the fan, like open up my hoodie so the air could get down right. into my hoodie. Kind of like hanging your leg out on the yeah, blanket at night. But yeah. I, like, I couldn't take my hoodie off and turn off the fan. Cause I like I'll get too hot, right? So it's like if I turn so, on the fan, oh, I get too man. fucking. It was fucking horseshit. So um, do you think? But you said uh, you think the culprit of this uh, experience is you getting a flu shot for the first time last year, right? Yeah, well, not the first time, but definitely I got it last year. Okay. And what they do with a flu shot is they just inject you with dead flu cells. It's yeah, it's it's actually um an injection of. The dead virus. The, yeah, the, the virus itself. Yeah. For your own immune system, but at a level that won't overtake your immune system so that your immune system can hypothetically become more familiar to fight it off. I think. I don't know. I'm not a scientist or a doctor. So, I just right, pretend to be. So then my, uh, people get your vaccines, you dummies. Yeah, get your vaccines. But I am still on the record uh, as of this podcast as saying I have never gotten a flu shot to my knowledge. Don't get it. And I'm not going to just because... I want my immune system to be what I put in it. Not ne- next year, you'll get the flu if you get it this year. If it's, you get a flu shot this year, you get a fucking flu next year. If you don't get another flu shot, right? Yeah, fuck that. It's kind of it's it's uh it's analogous to the voter thing I was just talking about with computers. It's like I trust science and medicine as much as I trust computers and technology and their effectiveness. But it's like um, as soon as you trust a doctor to put anything in your body, and then you take it upon yourself to uh relieve yourself of any kind of conscious thoughts you might have about what that thing might be right you're putting yourself in a compromising position because you're not the one putting those things in your body and uh, as as a familiar drug user over time i used to not care what drugs i bought when i used them now i don't use nearly as many drugs as i used to in the past but if i'm feeling frisky it's important to know what i'm getting is what i think i'm getting Right. Because you don't really know what you're getting in a flu shot. You just know it's a thing that this person's sticking you in the arm with or whatever. That's a that's a very trustworthy position for, for those kind of people to be in. And they don't even know what's in it a lot of times. They're just no, RNs no. administering right. at a CVS quick clinic, you know? Well, that's where I got mine at. It amazes had... me that those things are shipped out in the millions. What, those flu those, shots? Those vials of flu shots, yeah. Yeah, no joke. Crazy. No, I, that's I, that's where I remember where I got mine, the CVS Minute Clinic. Yeah. Because I, I found out I had to go get a fucking chlamydia test. 
Uh, sometimes you got to. Found out I had that. Damn. Found out it was $13 to cure that. Not bad. So that's Affordable. worth it. I think that's what um, not Hitler died of. but Al Capone, brother. Al Capone died of that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. They also got him for something that wasn't racketeering. They got him into court for something. Oh, tax tax evasion. They, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 he, he, he fell after all his crime days to tax evasion. And then got found guilty of all the racketeering. Yeah, shit. Chlam- they got him into the into the system through the. Chlamydia will eat your brain out if you don't get it cured. And that's the that's, that's what happens. Nuts, man! What the balls? That's nature's way of telling us don't fuck things with holes too much. Don't fuck random things. With <laughs> yeah, holes exactly. Too much. Yeah. If just because it's a hole doesn't mean you can. <laughs> doesn't mean that's you can weird, fuck dude. it. The, the, the dark ages had to be hard. Looking man. at you, Boy Scouts, <laughs> fucking. Troop leaders. How tough are you, man? Just just live your life in a dark age, and they don't like. It, it, you can't. We can't even go back to try to replicate those times because it's like no. Because we're so far advanced in the medicine, but it had to be miserable, bro. <laughs> Definitely, you were shitting in your hallway, like it didn't go yeah, anywhere. Like no indoor plumbing, like clothing, shoes, socks, like just all the necessities that we all take for granted that are in abundance won't even and there. Who, whoever, oh. whoever got that job to clean out the shit. Tank, you know they died in a fucking week after. They was they they had to go home and clean out their own too. <laughs> they died in a week after. There's no way you can deal with that much shit. Yeah, that's a uh, oh that that show uh, Dirty Jobs or whatever with that Mike guy. Mike Rowe. That's a cool show, man. You got like not many people put put thought into those things, dude. No joke. But then like it was cool for the first three seasons, and then he was then just was like, like hey, yeah, I'm gonna go clean up drywall. It's like, yeah, we know that's fucking dirty, dude. Come now on. Now you're just now you're just doing jobs that make a mess. Yeah, that's yeah. You're making the mess yourself, yes. there, buddy. Working at an aquarium, you deal with a lot of water. You're gonna spill something. Yeah, you fucking. But uh, oh well. What's the uh, dirtiest job ma- you've ever had? He made money. Oh, plumbing. Underneath houses, yeah. I never did any. Yeah, I did a couple shit pipes, but I never like played in poop. I've really, yeah, never done like really much anything like that that I can th- consider like actually a dirty job. Construction, construction was dirty. Tar, tar yeah, and, just like uh, yeah, but but that's the thing. Like dirty means two things. It means like dirt. Yeah, right. And like filthy, you know, like filth is a better word for uh, that. It should be the f- the, the, that show. The first two seasons of that show should be called filthy. Right. Jobs. Yeah. Then they changed. That was jobs. that was plumbing. It was filthy jobs because yeah. he the fucking dude would only take like shit jobs. Well, he didn't have like a basement, so it'd be a crawl space. Yeah. And he weighed. You're going in. There. He weighed like 300 pounds, so he wasn't getting in there. I don't, dude. I don't know why my brain just went to this, but I watched a documentary on smells one time, like yeah. scents, and like people who are. Um, experts and aficionados in the uh, scent industry with like colognes and perfumes and stuff. Yeah. Do you know what a lot of like one ingredient in most perfumes are? Like, uh, uh, it is a, uh, you may have heard it. it's uh, most outlandish. It's like wh- whale shit, ain't it? Whale vomit. Yeah. Whale vomit. Dude. Okay, what is so that stuff called? I forget. Grease something like, I don't know. I forget what I, the technical term is for I do it, too. But, um, but it's super rare also. Yeah. Like this documentary followed this lady who found something that washed up on the shore and she knew about this and thought it could be that. And she, she like she invested a lot of her own time and money into meeting with multiple people who could scientifically examine this thing that she found on the beach. Yeah. And was like, is it this thing? Because if it was, it goes for like like higher than gold prices. Right. But yeah. Like like for real, by the gram, higher than gold or ounces or whatever. Um, but it's used to break down. It's really crazy. I can't even explain it because I still don't fully understand it. I let's, should rewatch that documentary. Let's kidnap a fucking whale, bro. We're fucking up. We'll force it and force it, man. We'll give him the flu. <laughs> yeah, he'll just fucking yeah, he'll be golden. But another thing they talked about in that is how humans have this weird um, sensational tie 
to disgust and like how fe like feces and fecal matter is like not attractive to us but like you know how bodies smell like you know how people have odors yeah and, like, like, like bo like, like bad smell or just like a regular th smell? Th there's a bo smell that people have when they're like when their body gets worked up and they yeah. just actively sweat more but some people's skin like some people like uh, ethnic people um of any race white people are pretty plain and boring to be honest yeah. we, we really do just have the worst bo yeah we suck fact. But, you know, I have noticed that some of the friends I've had, and it comes down to culture and so many different things. And I say this out of interest, not out of any kind of, you know, uh, negativity or anything. But people do have a smell. And I, as I'm saying that, even certain white people I've met, like, really, you, they say scent is the strongest thing tied to memory. I don't know if that's true or not. But you, like, remember what your ex-girls smell like or whatever, you know? Like, scent is Yo, strong. no joke. Yeah, but... Every now and then I'll get hit with fucking ex-girlfriend's perfume that ain't even around nowhere. Women, it's like, come just, on, just now. women. Women have a scent in general, though. Like, like estrogen has a scent. Bro. I'm trying to I eat swear it. to God. And like, it could be at Speedway the other day, or fucking like at Walmart or something. And they could be fucking seventeen going on eighteen, or fucking forty-seven what? going on eighty-seven. And they just smell like you can smell it. You know, like I'm. I'm not scent. That's why I didn't say a younger age. But I'm oh, saying okay. women have a scent like it and it, it is kind of perfume based like when the 49 but also 50s like musky i don't know yeah i've never uh dude i still just want to be a male gigolo i'm down <laughs> we can set that up you what can... i was getting at is like humans are also a, we're, we're attracted to good smells and bad smells almost equally because we have to deal with the bad smells as well so there's a familiarity right. there and like it's just in a very odd kind of uh er erotic part of the brain that sense ties to that is that is interesting that smells are more like a survival sense ain't it though uh, almost because we can't like, like get near it because we know like hey we don't don't eat that dude, don't I, fuck with that yeah i did this whole rant in my car one time after uh, my dmt experience about senses and how if you didn't have them like observationally as a human being human and surviving involves unfolding all of your senses appropriately in your no, given shit. environment. Right. It means opening your eyes, pinpointing something relative in your location to where you are, using your feet, which is feeling, to walk over to it, an ability to walk. Then when you get there and see the thing, you can touch it. That's feeling. Then if you investigate it and you think you – you smell it, you know, if, it, if it's a flower, you smell it, if it's a rock, whatever it is, the same way dogs do, you know, so right there is sight, smell, touch, if you think it might be edible based on things you've eaten before, you may lick it, that's taste, and then what's the fifth one, I'm hearing, oh yeah, if it makes noise, you know whether to go towards it or not, shake it a bunch, so yeah, the, like basically having all five senses appropriately gives us the tools to investigate our environments and at a level that allows us to survive in them that's how we got in here and exactly but that's why it's also risky too because if you can't pass no, on no. If, you, if you can't familiarize yourself with the knowledge of things that are safe and aren't you'll never survive like your kin won't survive so do you think shit smelled bad to the first people i think people i think it's just like it that's what I can't picture. It's like how, <laughs> you know? how shit has evolved in the past. Of like human, you know, shitting is a part. Everybody poops, right? It's a famous ass book. But I can't picture like how other tribes and shit deal with it. It really had to be either like you go out behind a tree, just like a couple few steps away, <coughs> use a leaf, use outhouse, you know, medieval like toilets. Maybe they, yeah. maybe you were part of the special culture that was Roman um, Aquarian architecture. What was it? What is it called? Water. The advanced water systems that Romans had. Uh, aqu aqueducts. Aqueducts. Maybe you were a part of that, like crazy. Yeah, fucking. 
um, first aqueduct society who had toilets that moved their shit. How that crazy shit would that into be? your river what and then they through, drank. What if halfway through your life you got to like have an experience where your poop disappeared after you pooped? <laughs> And you'd be like, that would be the best thing in your life. You'd yeah, be like, it would be. Oh, dude, I remember. I remember the one day I just like, I had to shit, you know, and out in the woods just like normal. But then the next day we had our toilet and I, I went in this new room we had. Right. We, we called it a shit room, but I think they call it a bathroom now. Um, but I went in there and I was like, okay, I guess I sit on this thing. Like, I don't know. Do I sit on it on top of it? I don't know. Does it flip up here or whatever? I don't know. I'm just going to try it. So I sit on it and I shit, bro. And then I click this button and my shit was gone. You know how many people had to fuck that up to begin with, though? Like, sit yeah, on it the wrong where, way. Yeah, where else the shit went? I don't know. <laughs> Pooped in the top. How does this thing work? How does it's it interesting. Work? We haven't gotten any bidet responses either. No, I'm trying to get one of those. Did we Did we talk about bidets on this podcast? I don't know. I'm not, I need one. Maybe. Men have hair. I might butts. have been talking about it with someone else, but, dude, I want to get a bidet. You can buy them for the back it. of your yeah. toilet and yeah. then... Portable uh, ones. Dude, just because, like, we, were, we talked about it. That's what we talked about in another podcast is Sharpie butt. You just keep wiping and wiping and wiping. And it just keeps wiping. coming, coming. That's why coming. I want a bidet, bro, because I'm getting to an age in life where I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> I've been doing the splits. I have to go back to the bathroom and rewipe. I've been practicing the splits. Like the squat splits? No, no, no. no. Like <laughs> the, cheeks, doing the, the cheek spread? Doing the regular splits. Because <laughs> sooner or later, when I get into the shower, I'm going to be able to fucking hike that leg up there, and I'm just going to shave it all off. Oh, damn. Fuck it. Braid. Braid it? Oh, I said brave. Oh, I thought you said braid it. Like, no, that's going to have the shit like that's caught like, in it. Oh, well, that's a no good. Like as long as I don't AKA shave all, as long as I don't shave it all the way off, it won't get prickly. So if I take it down to a nice like, just get it waxed, Number bro. one, if guard, you're gonna go that far, just oh get it my waxed. god! But I don't want no one to see my butt. That makes my butthole pucker. Just I'll go get I'll go get my whole ass and there's plenty taint of there's plenty of waxed. tutorials out there, bro. You could probably do it at home. <laughs> if you get one armpit wax, um, I'll do the whole bikini line, but the opposite bikini line. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll leave everything else, but like the crotch, the exactly. Tank, yeah, and exactly. The butt you'll have you'll hair. have a bikini of hair. Yeah, of non-hair. Hair bikini, maybe. Yeah. So <laughs> all you have to do is one armpit, one swipe of an armpit. You don't have to do the whole thing. Um, consider, dude. I have like no hair on my arms already. Isn't that I weird? said armpit? I know. Arm. I looked at I your arm. Have, I was like, I that's do, not gonna work. I do have armpit hair. Um, yeah, dude. I thought like when I was like going through puberty and like 15, 16 into the end of high school, I was like. I'll grow hair on my arms in like 10 years or so. <laughs> and like, I grew it everywhere else. Like, it's on my legs and everything. But like, some men are just like really, really hairy. I'm not one of them. My dad has hair on his arms. I am. I'm a but hairy son of a gun. Like, comparatively, you have a sweater on. Most people, yeah, women, no most, like, a, a large percentage of women have more arm hair than me. And then, like, I've been asked a couple times in my life, like, do you shave your arms? Like, that's preposterous. You know how much work that takes? No joke. Like, hell no, I don't shave my arms. But, um, not once. Monkeys, bro. That's what I'm getting at. The hair is fucked. Yeah. Well, what happened to you call me a monkey? <laughs> no. What happened? What happened to sitting around helping each other pick bugs out of your shit? Out of my hair? Well, I don't. Well, have... my hair is long enough to pick shit out of. But... Yeah. Well, you might have bugs in yours, but mine's so short I don't have bugs. In mine. I need to get a monkey, bro, to pick my hair. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. But d- d- you gotta let me know what type, because like chimpanzees will eat the fuck out of me. I heard. Yeah, p- monkeys are like really uh, you, absurd. I, pets I forget what like the little like there's a little chimpanzee. Not the gibbon gibbons. It might be a gibbon, no. but they're supposed to be like really, really Le- nice. Not lemurs. Lemurs. And they go lemurs. I would do be cool with the lemur. I'm too. thinking of the the um, symbol monkey. Oh, okay. Kind of I don't know like what that, that one and is. wear the little hats. But just don't get a chimpanzee because there's like two go- that I know of that have eaten humans. That's nuts. They were raised by humans, and then a friend came over, <clears throat> and the chimp was like, "This is my bitch," and then they ate the friend's face off. Oh, I did hear about that. 
crazy. You know, they go after your face, your fingers, and your if you're a male, your genitalia. Like, do people like? Be, I don't know how people can't believe that we like. No, I don't know how to say evolution, but like animal instinct, is such a real thing, dude. And like eating someone's face off is animal instinct. No joke. Like, <laughs> like they're fucking you up. Anger and violence and like brutality like that is completely animalistic in my opinion. Yeah, there, yeah. There, there, there's no, there's no consciousness involved in it. It's sur- strictly like survival, ape, like ape shit cerebral crazy not civilized human thought <laughs> right because it like you know you like i've I, never thought about eating your face off not, <laughs> once. not once that's a good point bro me i can honestly say same to you <laughs> awesome man that makes me feel better about right. my life Dude, that's all you need to say people just tell it tell each other that um you don't want to eat each other's face and you'll be surprised at how much your uh your days improve because you're just that's a that's a positive feeling that i just got like a positive jolt like okay this guy doesn't want to eat my face that's but, one less dude that doesn't want to eat my face it's a good point i think i may have said it before on the podcast but that's why we all make eye contact and, and that's why social eye contact is an awkward thing but we had to develop it in order to stop eating each other's faces off <laughs> i don't look in anybody's eyes i hate I, it I, I i barely do like dude some people have you ever been driving and like you see people or do you know anyone who always looks at everyone they pass on That's the freeway? Me. You look at everyone yeah, you pass on. I want to see what they're doing. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm one of the people who like wonder if people are looking at me, but I rarely look at someone else. When I'm like you're looking out the side of your eye, like trying not to Kinda, be seen. Not really, yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm also probably like dancing and like doing yeah, too much. Already. That's usually what I'm doing. That's my so. shit though. That's my way of practicing uh, stage fright. Uh, so I might as well just dance in my car and be me. And other people can watch if they want. Yeah, but, no joke. Uh, I don't know what I was getting at, man. <laughs> I got well. I got nothing. Another recent event that's going to take you into a new segment, also. So we're going to have a current event that leads into nothing to joke about. Nothing at all. So the current. So what is this segment? The current event. You want to explain the segment? Real yeah, quick? nothing to joke about is uh, it's going to be a topic that has um something that's questionable about it. It could be like morally or ethically questionable, or it could be like um. A matter of principles, or you know, like a, 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 a political based example would be like pro choice, pro life. Um, I'm trying to think of other things like uh, artificial intelligence and like its threat to mankind. So, like right. things that are nothing to joke about, but we're probably going to joke about them too. We're just calling the segment that. So, continue. All right. I hope I did this right. All right. <laughs> no, so there was a current event that happened just over. You know, the weekend, there was a boxing match, and there's this dude named T- Tim Hughes. Okay. You know, and uh, rest in peace, he died. Okay? Oh, shit. And uh, it's a current event, but it's also nothing to joke about because I think it's a direct reflection on what is happening in today's society where everybody's like, oh, I should be allowed to do this. Right. I should be allowed to do this because he failed, the actual ref, mm-hmm. he failed his – like commission and all that stuff, and the, not not commission, but he failed his like refing test and all that okay, stuff. Okay, yeah, the his actual courses that he took, wow. he failed it, and they were like, eh, it's all right, like it's cool. He knows what he's doing." And they still let him ref, and they still let him ref because there was like an outcry of some nonsense. So now there's an arguable case for the ref not calling it, and that's why he died. Well, the issue is, is there's a there most of the time, which most people don't know what it is. There's a three uh, round knock, three round knockout rule. And most like people mostly hear it from like fucking Rocky or something. It's like three round knockout rule. People not know there's effect. a bell, yeah, yeah, and rounds. And what happened is uh, a three round knockout is actually if you get uh, knocked out, knocked down three town three times in one round. Okay. Well, this dude did that, and they didn't stop it. Okay. He got knocked down four times in one round. They didn't stop. Like it. all the way down. Yeah, like he was laying on the ground. 
Why wouldn't they stop it? Like that's a because, that's a normally because, sanctioned event, right? It was. He didn't know what he was doing, but there oh. was an outcry of, "Oh, well, I should be allowed to do this." Come on, guys. He's high up in the commission. Right. Like, nonsense. Wow. No, pure nonsense. On a whole, and there was, like, people in attendance at this. Yeah. and it, Oh, yeah. A lot, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it's, re- it's recorded on YouTube. You can go watch I bet it. People are going, you know, the internet's probably on fire about it. And I am, well, it's just, like, the commission let him go. After he died. No, nobody's taking, like, responsibility for it. They're just saying, oh, it happened in the ring. People yeah. die in the ring. No one's taking, it's like. They're trying to sweep it under what the rug the and get fuck? rid of the This rug. is nothing to joke about. Like, yeah. I understand it's, you need to give everybody a fair chance, but you, when it comes to that, yeah. when it comes to somebody's life being in danger, I don't give a fuck if you give some dummy a fucking refing job in the fucking NBA. I don't care. What is he going right, to do? Fuck yeah. up a charging foul? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, not going to call a technical on a coach who's too salty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like and like football is arguable, hockey is arguable, um, con- major contact sports. Yeah, like if there's um, physical, you know, oh the actual God. physical contact in a sport. There's nothing to joke. It's truly nothing to joke about. Yeah, but and on the flip side, did you see that gymnast break both of her legs? Yeah, wow, that's that, awesome. That doesn't need a ref. That's insane. That was pretty quick. Yeah, that you was know, awesome. That, that's that's truly a. I'm difference. a fan of her. Yeah, she's. Uh, I hope she's doing all right, man. That's how that, that was. She retired. So her career is over. Wow, like, like, I mean, she broke them both at the same time. Why? You know how awesome that is. Like, if you believe in God, you gotta ask him. Hey, bro, why did you make that? Why did you make my bones <laughs> like that, dog? Why do you do me like your that? Your senior year. And dude, you know how many thousands of like, not thousands, how many tens of times she's done that thing and like done that but that part st- of the routine. She's, she's stuck probably it. done it. Yeah, thousands of times in practice. Just enough pressure to buckle. But like, my shoulder pops out of place, dude. And there's like joints in the body that can only handle a certain pounds per fucking square inch. And not um, yet right. And when, once you break them the first time, they're never as strong as they were if they didn't grow strong in the first place. Yep. Uh, but well, I think that, that. Is, I think yeah that that, that oh yeah because thinking that is nothing to joke about, man. That, I'm just. You can't fuck up. And here's something else not to joke about because I hear it talked about all the time. Everybody who is a big boxing fan from the 1980s and 90s and fucking early 2000s when he got out of prison and you guys are all like, what, what do you guys think Mike Tyson would do in MMA? He would just knock everybody out because he has these four-ounce gloves. Motherfucker, it's called a leg kick. Mike Tyson never practiced that shit ever. He would get hit with two leg kicks and I guarantee you he'd go down. I guarantee you he'd go down. Yeah, we, we, I think it's talk- the same way with Floyd Mayweather. Like, it's a different thing. <laughs> and and uh, we, we talked about that, I think, on the Patreon podcast, or at least personally. Um, just the different levels of martial arts. That, yeah, we did like, talk about that. It's people just aren't, yeah, you, you familiarized me with the differences in all the styles of martial arts. And it really comes down to, I think the best example is Daniel Cormier being an Olympic-level wrestler and a UFC competitor. And unless the person he is up against in the UFC is also an Olympic-level wrestler, then once he gets them on the ground, it's pretty much the books are written. Yep. Arguably. So for, for the um, money, unless you've got a black belt in jujitsu, and that's when and people, you get lucky. I, I hate when people like side with with their arguments like that. Like, oh, Muhammad Ali would beat Mark Tyson, no, or no, like no, all no. this shit. Like, dude, you you're literally trying. Like, go write a book. Like, go write yeah. some fan fiction because you're spewing fake facts. No, write me the book of all these facts, yeah, and then exactly. I will read it and say no. And, yeah, you know, <laughs> no. The, change the names. The, I just don't know where people get off in claiming so much allegiance to thinking so uh, like sports in general, dude. Why do people get so tied to these fucking athletes who they like? They don't even want to be them. They don't want their life, but they're just like 
defending them time after time. No shit. Kind of celebrities too, but I don't know, dude. I don't. I don't. Do you die? I, are I you a diehard sports fan at all? Not like, like anything. Athletes. Like I've never. I like Derek Jeter. The, my favorite athlete ever is probably a dude named Jorge Posada, who I actually watched oh, yeah. catch for the Clippers before he went to the Yankees. Really? And one of my earliest baseball games that That's I went to pretty with my family. Sweet. It was that pretty, is pretty sweet. I have his Columbus Clippers bobblehead, oh, and really? I have his New York Yankees bobblehead. That's awesome. Yeah, and he was a Yankees catcher, and I was a catcher in baseball. So, but still, you know, like I never, I've never said to somebody like. Jorge Posada would be better than Yogi Berra forever. Right? You know, and like, I, why would I do that? I don't even know shit about Yogi Berra. I know very little about Jorge Posada, and but people are willing to say shit like that. And that, but on the flip side, I guess I'm glad that McGregor got in the ring with Mayweather, because that's a it, dude. That's it, a dude who's taken it upon himself. It well, it also to, pro- to write a new story. It also a real one. It also proves something that a MMA fighter that weighs 170 pounds. Can't last twelve rounds in a ring with a forty-nine-year-old, one hundred and twenty-seven-pound champion who has broken his hands what fifteen times in his fucking yeah. career. So he has absolutely no punching power at all. Who has the best defensive statistics of any ra- of any he, uh, boxer? And, and ever. Floyd Mayweather came out and he didn't fight a uh, box like he was a defensive boxer. He actually came out and put he it put on the him. show on. Yeah. So it's like, uh, so what? I understand, like, it's a different thing. To me, dude, yeah, to me, that's two men making money and, like... Yeah, that's all that was. You know, like, that was such a fucking cool thing to watch. I watched, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was was a fucking phenomenon. So wild. I know so many people who watched it. At the end of the day, both those men went home paid as fuck and more paid afterwards. Paid. they, They showed up paid as fuck, fought, went home even more paid, and then... Wrote history in the making. Biggest pay-per-view of all time. I looked for Champ Champ when I was buying whiskey and they didn't have it. Also, they didn't have Shebus, which is a fucking Scottish whiskey. And I'm just like, why the fuck have a liquor store if you're going to have nothing but basic fucking shit on the wall? You're talking about Proper 12? Champ Champ? Proper 12? That's McGregor's whiskey, Yeah, Proper 12, yeah. yeah. I haven't... uh, What's it say on the bottle, though? Proper 12. Okay. I heard heard it was was, I I thought it was called Champ Champ. I heard it was not good. The reason you're thinking it was called Champ Champ is because he came out with a fucking stupid-ass... YouTube, like uh, April Fool's joke where he was coming out with a wine. Oh, and it was okay. called like Champ Champ Rosé. The Double Champ or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Because um, he's like good for him. I don't like him. Right. Yeah. People he talks uh, too much shit. Honestly, dude, it's so odd how celebrities and athletes like um, they'll take a B route at some point in their career by like. But they all do it at different points. Like some will right. do it on the come up. Some will do it after the peak. Some will do it during the peak. But. Having this socioeconomic status of a celebrity affords you the opportunities to get money other ways. And if you just agree to do it that way, you can just pretend to be behind it and reap the benefits. Well, he is one of the smartest fighters there is. Don't get me wrong. Like, I hate the dude right. fighting style. But tell me, who else? Fighting does He's not last you forever. Yeah. So who else has created wine? I mean, a, a fucking Irish liquor that is sponsoring the UFC. Right. Like so, he has money elsewhere. He's making and money for, elsewhere. Like, That's so impressive. Mayweather's money elsewhere is like in the strip club. Strip club, but he's like so many. He really does, and he he is a businessman at the end of the day. Whether people want to question him morally and ethically about his business decisions or not, that doesn't matter. If you're talking about making money, it don't matter how you do it. Drug laundering, money laundering, and he like and, you know. Making money is making money, and business yep. is business, bro. And thanks, <laughs> that's what and I and respect so much. Mo- like everybody complains, yeah. like he spends all his money, he's going broke, which he's not. He bought like five hundred fucking white Bentleys. Also, yeah, like it's like cars don't de- those cars don't depreciate in value. There are a few, there are a few really good examples of like uh, 
extremely wealthy African-American men who have just like stayed bossed up <laughs> during yeah. their career. And it's like Dre. There, there's, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's an image of like rap culture and African-American culture to be right. that. So people try to do it really. But I, I really don't think people have any idea how much money some of these men have. Like, like but then again, but, like, I don't think they live life like, like that. Jay, is it Jay-Z? Or, yeah. Jay-Z. Um, you know, Jay-Z's got money. Yeah. But I don't think they're really living life like how they sing. Smoking not anymore. Every day. Not anymore. That, that's yeah, what's like hard about being day. an artist. Like if you're a gangster, but, once you make it as an artist, you're not. You don't have to be a gangster no more. So you might as well make a liquor and be a blah blah blah. You know? Right. Make some headphones yeah. and sell them for a billion dollars. That's what's hard about artistry in general, bro. Is you have to make art right now, and right now only lasts a moment. So you can't always like uh, unify your experience over time. And artists change, and so does their art. And right. people get hurt by their art changing because if it's music they don't they might not like the changes they made visual art you don't hear people hating on like man this artist changed the color blue man i really like that blue <laughs> that's a stupid thing to say but that that's really what these people are getting mad about over these stupid things people do uh, fucking you're just talking about artists and how like people get mad over artists doing dumb can't believe stuff. they put a trumpet on the album so like so you're sitting there like you're you're saying that but i, I there was one point because like I was uh, still am I'm a big Kid Cudi fan okay. like his early rap right, yeah, even was, into his later rap and then he came out with like his journey as an artist was cool to follow yeah and he came out with some uh, like alternative rock mm-hmm. like his last album just like Wayne's attempt at rock like when when rappers go rock it's interesting right and then there was just some dude that I saw on YouTube in the fucking comments. He's like, well, if you love an artist, you'll like this stuff too because it's coming from him. I'm like, no, if I don't like something, I don't like something. Yeah, if that, I go to a restaurant and don't like a food that they give me, yeah. I'm not going to go back and order it just because I like the restaurant. Exactly. You know, I still want good food, and I'm not going to come back if I didn't get the right. food I, good food I ordered. People, why, I don't know, man. Like, what? why do I have – like, I'm thinking People that have a misunderstanding of what, like, too much. like, loyalty or, like, allegiance or, like – talk, yeah. I've talked about brand loyalty before where you're, loyal, yeah. like, told so to a certain company. But people are under the impression that, like – and that's also pol- politics too. Like, oh, I'm with this group of other libertarians. Like, you're mistaking how you feel connected with others based on your uh, misunderstanding of how you all are actually connected. Because not every, you know, just because you like Kid Cudi doesn't mean you have to like all of his stuff, right? And just well, because that's what you, I was you know, to just because you like dude. Taylor Swift, yeah, but. I don't know. If somebody doesn't, then it's like you, you don't understand the artist, man. You don't, you don't, you don't really like him, then. It's like fuck, fuck off, man. Let me have an opinion. Right, exactly. People force their people try to force their opinions like facts, and that's where the conflict comes from because people don't understand how to defuse it. Um, that's what I'm trying to figure out, honestly, bro, is how to defuse these kinds of social engagements, and they're they're actually easier to do in person if you can uh, not, not manipulate people, but. Um, get them in the right positions to uh, confront whatever. Manipulate. They're, yeah, words. they're actually avoiding or yeah. like making bullshit of. But yeah, pe- pe- you just try to have patience, man. Patience and like being biting your own tongue and letting other people un- let things unfold will really give you the upper hand. Now I'm guilty of it. They say I think it's an old adage or something like, "A foolish man talks, a wise man listens." Mm-hmm. I'm foolish as fuck. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, I've learned. I've lived and learned. Mm. I don't know, man. I got some quotes for you. I got you. a lot of learning to do. 
And then so that's, uh, that's pretty much the last thing I got for you. Some quotes. Okay. And um, then the question that I got for you. Did, <laughs> yeah. Uh, did the patrons get back to you? Did anyone watch it about the impression you did? Not yet. <laughs> Well, but we're just going to keep going with it. Yeah, our so. I think our, our ending segment is going to be like uh, some kind of quote or funny impersonation. Impersonations. Maybe inspirational or some kind of entertainment thing. But, um, yeah, everybody loves a good quote, dude. Yeah. So I got like two for you and okay. leading into a third way. And then it's just like something I want to – this is inspiring if you think about it. So this guy, his name is Terry Norris. He's a world championship boxer, you know. Okay. Uh, one of his cro- quotes is uh, – I drove up in a stolen car and wanted to buy a bus ticket. So he owned a stolen car. Because he wanted to ditch the stolen wanted, car? Yeah, he wants to. He wanted to live life right. So I might as well drive it to the bus station. <laughs> you know, but it's just like the kind of person that he is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's awkward. You're just doing it. To say that. And then he, like, talking about uh, getting ready to, like, when he's in a fight. Okay. Like, I hold him when I need to hold him. And I fucking l- let him go in a summons. So he's like... Fucking yeah, the way he thinks, yeah, kind of godlike, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, yeah, I shall, you know, I, yeah. So like, he was once real, I decide, real intense when he was boxing. Okay, because that was like that's when he's talking about boxing, mm-hmm. like not throwing his punches when he needs to throw them, and then once he needs to Let throw them, they're like they're coming with, fucking, <laughs> that. they're coming with God's strength, <laughs> is what he said. God's fury. And then he's a good person because he said, you know, drove up in a fucking stolen car and wanted to buy a bus ticket. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I mean, good for him. If he did, but he stole it himself, though. Yeah, okay, it, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Yeah, you know, you want to. It's hard to go about those things when you're in the position when you have the realization. Oh shit, I'm fucked. How do I? Right. How do I get out of this and not fuck anything else up more? And then, it, well, his last quote, which is at the very end of his career, is uh, it was mumbled like a motherfucker. If you guys want to hear it, listen to Patreon. But what he ended up saying is uh, and because he got mush brain from fighting. So he used to talk like normal. Like, man, I drove up in a stolen car, wanted to buy a bus ticket. Okay. Then he's like, at the end of the career, he was like, man, I just, eh, uh, I'm, I'm in my father's house. So I, I wouldn't take any of it back. But it was worse, wor- worse mumbled than Way that. that yeah. And like he was talking about, because they they just brought it up. He's like, listen, dude, you, on an interview, yeah. they were just like, dude, you're not the same person. Like your actions, uh. your mannerisms, the things you do, you're not the same person. And it comes from boxing. And, and, and a lot of people fight fucking. That's little, a hard interview question to answer. Uh, yeah, but a lot of people fight. As, as a person in general. Fight the whole thing. Like Muhammad Ali got Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will not say that that's trauma induced. It's like head trauma induced Parkinson's. A lot okay. of people are like, no, that's Parkinson's. No, that's Parkinson's. He yeah. did get punchy. Motherfucker got punchy. <laughs> yeah. All right, it, it's just what you happened. You can't not. So this guy, especially the wars that Muhammad Ali went into, but Terry Norris was a world champion fighter, and he got mush brain. And then that's when he said that. He's like, no, I wouldn't take any of it back. I made my dad happy. I made him proud. That's like, legendary, dude. I did. Right? That's like, so to, to think of, uh, that, like, what, what are you willing to do? Like, are you willing to go, like, I'm not mush, like he's uh, almost brain dead. Like, I'm not an advocate of living in the past. Couldn't say well, okay. that. Okay. Because okay. he kind of um, is. Sometimes you break both legs accidentally. <laughs> you know, man, like sometimes you get mush brain after a lot a successful career in fighting. Right. Like the unfortunate things in life that happen. The cost of them. Was is the, the happy things in life? Was you know, the cost like, worth I, I think it? I think the, the the cosmic scale of equivalence balances itself in terms of tragedy, and and um, 
bliss like 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 the 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 good and evil the good the the good with the bad the sad with the happy the dark with the light all of that like it, it's true to that but if you strive yourself to once you once you consider yourself successful no one can take that from you and that's and that, that's when that's i believe in i believe in carrying the, your torch of success with you into the future and not living on it in the past and it, it doesn't matter if you have a mush brain if you still remember that you uh, you know if you remember that you made your dad proud and who you are and who your dad was and what you did to make him proud kudos bro such a tough Good fucking mentality. question to answer i hate boxing because i've been watching a lot of documentaries on youtube yeah like of what happens after boxing and there's so many that are just but they're it's so really depressing but most bro. of them i will say most of them are their own fault they should have they should have got out Dude. of boxing yeah that being said uh they shouldn't there, there should be a three knockdown rule in effect at all fucking time i've i forget i think it was mainly one episode where rogan talked to shab about yeah yeah because shop doesn't fight anymore pretty much because the episode that was hard to watch i watched i watched it multiple times yeah that was hard to watch too because shop shop you know shop was a fighter you know like some dudes some dudes are macho and alpha and they want to be fighters after they've been fighters and rogan was like bro you're not championship material no give it up have a career you're good at this do something different it's It's hard to take that shit man it's still everybody needs to hear yeah you need to hear what people won't tell you and rogan was the fucking dude people it's especially with your health that on the line like i don't want someone to tell me like hey you can't keep fucking this that's why that's why i gotta fix my shit with my own personal bad habits not quite herpes but like smoking and chewing and all the i'll agree with all my negative shit like we lack the self-discipline now because the uh the price isn't glaringly effective to us like you heard about them putting pictures of like um cancerous lungs on cigarettes in other countries yeah you buy a pack of smokes and it has like a fucking black lung on the package yeah it's supposed to decrease you know it probably would decrease a little bit probably would yeah because we have eyes unless you don't have eyes (laughs) you know yeah but then how you gonna find your lighter and (laughs) right yeah you're gonna fucking figure something out uh well that was a good episode put a lighter on the end of your cane that'd be be super dope but then yeah, yeah, your little like feeler thing. I think I, I saw some lady walking down the streets yesterday, and she had two walkers, and I didn't know whether she was like using them to power walk or whether she had sunglasses on too. I mean, I know, so I don't know. I didn't know if she was completely blind, like because she wasn't like outwardly feeling them like this. Yeah, she was like standing up, walking with them like ski poles. That girl was just skiing on dry land, brother. Like or like or, or she's the bravest blind woman walking around by herself I've ever seen in my life. No guard dog, no nothing. She, that's why she has two sticks. Shouts out to her. Come over with the podcast. Someone comes over to her. She can smack him <laughs> with the other one. <laughs> I just turn like they, they, they like connect into nunchucks or something. Yeah. That's a funny skit. Uh, so uh, check out the links in the description below for all our social media and shit. Do it. Yeah. Do uh, it. We're going to try and start recording do our stand up comedy splitting segments next week. Maybe shorter episodes. I don't know what we're going to do. We'll try to we'll stay. figure it out. We're, we're, we're growing, guys. Grow with us. Please. Thank you. Hey, this dude has a date and I didn't get to ask him what she looked like. I don't really care. Does she have a dick? That's all that matters to me. No, I'm not interested.